Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Preston M. Smith. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Living Artist Podcast. I'm Preston M. Smith, at PMS Artwork Everywhere on Internet Land and Socials. I want to thank you for landing on this podcast. Whether you're a professional artist, just getting started in the art world, a collector of art, or just consider yourself a creative person, this podcast has something for you. I like to think of it as a fun way to rant and talk to other creative people about living the life of an artist, surviving and getting ahead in the art world, and enjoying your life. But most importantly, not waiting until you're dead to make it happen. All right, let's get started. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, let's see what's on my YouTube feed today. Hi, everybody. This is your good friend, Tony Robbins. Back to me with a very special I message. can't hear you. Wait a minute. Okay. can't hear, I think. Okay. As I was saying, today I would like to talk to you about your energy level. Wait a minute. What, what the hell? Sorry. My bad. My headphones are on, and I, the music was playing. Kindly start again, please. Okay. Well, t- today I'd like to talk to you about raising your energy levels to get into a, a peak performance state. you got to be shitting me. Oh, oh, sorry. My bad. That's my phone. Hang on a second. Let me, let me just answer this for a second. Hello? Mumford Residence? You can't pay me enough for this crap. No, he doesn't live here anymore. You have the wrong number. Thank you. All right, I'm back. Tony? Where'd he go? Ah, whatever. I'll see what's on TV. Well, there you have it. A $1 million coaching session with Tony Robbins down the drain. All because you couldn't focus. Well, Tony Robbins can only mean one thing, right? Uh, we're going to be talking about mindset. Because, look, let's get down to it. Mindset is everything. It's energy is everything. You could say focus is everything. You could say hard work is everything. But really when it comes down to it, it's all about your mindset and your belief in yourself. And that's why I was conjuring up another (laughs) Tony Robbins thing. Because, you know, Tony Robbins really does get you focused in on mindset and energy and and belief. So we're going to talk about belief in yourself today. And kind of more importantly, we're going to be talking about beliefs that you're putting on yourself that are limiting or just weak aspects of your 
artistic practice or the way you're dealing with people out in the world or in gallery situations or submitting your work uh, and, and what's holding you back. Because a lot of times you really are your worst enemy because you can't see what you're doing wrong. And sometimes you are just your worst enemy because you let all of your programming and hangups and bullshit get in your own way. I know I do that. A lot of times I hold myself back by being too much of a people pleaser, or I hold myself back by having too much anxiety, or I hold myself back by caring too much about the outcome. What what are people going to think about this? Or, you know, the inner critic, a lot of those things. You could name any number of them. Self-sabotage or even imposter syndrome. All of these things, all of these things can hold you back. And yes, we can talk about like the Tony Robbins thing at the beginning, working yourself up into a high energetic state and, you know, acting from that level or working from that level. That's all great. But if you don't believe in yourself or if you don't really have a good inner compass, then that is only going to take you so far. So today we're going to give you a little short episode and really just a little trick, a little self hack that you can apply to your life. Uh, One that kind of helps you to step outside of your body and see things from a different perspective and also act from a place of power. You might have heard of power animals, and this is kind of similar, but I would go even further to label these as your own alter ego or like your own inner hero even. Uh, That's more accurate, I think. And this is great because it's one of those things that you can always stop and do. The title of this is WWDBD. Um, You probably heard of the WWJ. D, what would Jesus do? Uh, that's kind of a play on that. Mine is, what would David Bowie do? Because he's one of my heroes, as you know, if you've listened to this podcast at all. But you can find your own, whoever that is. It could be Frida Kahlo. It could be George O'Keefe. It could be uh, Marina Abramovitz. It could be Pablo Picasso. It could be uh, Billie Eilish, although she's pretty young. I like to go with somebody who's been around for a while and who's been around in a lot of different genres and really has been tried and true as an artist and tested in in many different ways for many different decades. But you can choose whoever really speaks to you, somebody that you get a lot of power and strength from and inspiration. Because for me, it's one of those things where I have a very strong belief in my work. I have a very strong belief in what I've done and I've accomplished a lot in my career, but we all have that imposter syndrome from time to time. We all have that kind of like, oh man, am I really good enough? Or, you know, just self-doubt or self-sabotage. It comes up from time to time because let's face it, it's hard to be an artist and it's hard to be putting yourself out there all the time. And sometimes the criticism and sometimes the inner criticism and sometimes the failure or rejection gets to you and it gets under your skin. If it happens enough, if you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad month or you're in a funk or you've got a writer's block or a painter's block or sculptor's block, whatever you want to call it, creative block, uh, then yeah, this can get to you. It can start to get under your skin and start to make you feel bad. So this is just one of those things that you can reach for, that you can kind of keep in your back pocket. I'll give you a couple examples. For one, let's say I'm going to a gallery opening, a place I've never shown my work in before. And maybe it's a pretty good gallery. Maybe it's even a blue chip gallery. Maybe it's just a gallery that's in a great area of town that has a really wonderful clientele that has a lot of big collectors and you're freaked out. Maybe it's just your first show. Who knows? But you're going into a gallery situation where you're feeling a little timid or you're feeling a little down on yourself or you're feeling like, oh man, maybe I don't belong here. I would always think like, okay, I'll just go and keep to myself and stick by my work or whatever. Or you know, maybe the tendency is to go in and start talking a lot because you have this nervous energy. So you just start blabbering. 
I like to reach into the back pocket and just picture, you know, a David Bowie character. I always talk about David Bowie as being my power animal when I conjure him up so vividly that I can kind of like adopt that and internalize it. Like, what would he do if in the situation? What would he do if he was going to a gallery? Would he be like blabbering and blabbering or would he be a wallflower? No, he'd probably be somewhere in between. He would go in with confidence. He would go in with poise, emanating obvious cool, you know, like he was such a badass and, you know, very well respected by a lot of people. So you go in with that kind of feeling. You don't have to go in and be timid. You don't have to go in and start chatting everybody up. You just go in with this presence of being rooted in your own self and walk in like you deserve to be there because you do deserve to be there because your work is in there. Your work was chosen. Therefore, you deserve to be there. And you know what you've done. You know what you've been through to get to this point. You know all the hours and nights and weekends and everything that you've put into this to get to this place. So just conjure this person up. Like I said, maybe it's Cher. Who knows? Maybe it's Alanis Morissette, whatever. I'm just coming up with people off the top of my head. But whoever this person is for you, find that essence and internalize it and go, yeah, that's right. I can sink into and adopt that kind of energy that'll root me in this moment. It'll make me feel more present and more tuned into the energy that I want to be portraying and embodying when I go into this situation. So that's one example. Well, let me give you an example of something not to do, okay? Let's say you are like I was back in the day and you have a little bit of a drinking problem or you like drinking too much and you go into situations. And let's say you've chosen as your alter ego a Charles Bukowski type of person or something like that. Well, that might not be the best person to be thinking about as you're going to a cocktail party or if you're showing in a bar or whatever, you have to show your work at an event where there's a lot of drinking because if that's your power person, you're probably going to reach for that drink. And I used to like Charles Bukowski a lot and I used to use that to rationalize some of my drinking behavior. So that might not be the best type of person to shoot for. Now, like a David Bowie who went through some of these problems and got sober and ended up getting through that and creating some of his best work after that and being the poster child of cool, that's a great person to think of. Like, what would David Bowie do in this situation in a cocktail party? Well, he would just go in and be rooted in himself and just talk to people as himself and be confident and comfortable with who he is. That's a great thing to have in your back pocket in a situation like that because it's so easy to fall to temptation. It's so easy to fall to whatever the crowd is doing. But if you have somebody like that to look to that you really admire, who's been there and done it before, it's easy to go like, ah, well, this person did it. I can do this. I can do the same thing. And you just embody that. One more example before we kind of wrap this up because I think you get the idea is for me personally, I have been creating a lot of really emotional abstract work, uh, acrylic pieces, a big series. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now. There's a lot of inflation. There's a lot of trepidation when it comes to spending money right now. And some of my new work hasn't sold very well yet. I've been going through a little bit of a lull. I've sold some pieces here and there. It's fine. And I know that they will come, but it would be easy for me to go, you know what, this work isn't any good or this series isn't any good. Or, you know, look, I got to shift gears because this isn't working. Well, Using the example that I've used, what would David Bowie do? You know, David Bowie went through a period in the 90s where he released a bunch of albums and he got torn apart by the critics. You could even say in the 80s, some of his albums where he became too 
commercial. Like he got a lot of crap for that. But now some of that stuff is the best stuff that he has. I mean, obviously his 70s work is great too, but he just followed his passion and created whatever he wanted to create. And you know what? It, it didn't always hit right when it hit. But like now, look, I'm sitting here in 2023 listening to stuff in the 90s and going like, man, this is some of my favorite work of his. And other people also love it. So it's, you know, maybe it's not for this time. But it gives me confidence to go, you know, yeah, this is good. Like, I trust my inner voice. I've been doing this a long time. I've sold a lot of work, many hundreds of pieces from many different genres. And I know that this will hit at some other point. And I'm not going to just abandon what I'm doing or what I'm working on because, you know, whatever, sales are lagging at the moment. That will turn around. I know the art business ebbs and flows. And if I have that strength of conviction and I can reach to a a person like that who's been through something like that before and adopt that kind of mentality, it helps me to get through it and go, yeah, that's right. I trust my inner voice and my artistic vision more than I trust whatever the market is saying right now or whatever the inner critics are saying right now or whatever the critics are saying right now. I trust what I'm doing and what I'm creating. So, you know, using this trick becomes like your touchstone of, it's almost like a rooting yourself. Like some people come out, you know, when they land off of a big trip and they'll get out and they'll take their shoes off and then they'll just ground themselves with their feet, you know, in the grass or in the soil or something like that just to get connected with their new environment. This is like an emotional or energetic or mental grounding. At any point, you can use it in any situation that you want, and it's very powerful. As long as you feel that really strong connection with this person, whoever this power animal, alter ego person is with you, as long as you feel a really strong connection and you know this person, maybe you need to read some biographies on them. Maybe you need to digest more of their music. Maybe you need to watch a biopic or documentaries or whatever, but something that really gets you into their mindset. So you have a reference point so you can dip into this whenever you want and really feel it. Like for me, it's so easy. I can just snap my fingers and get into that mindset. So hopefully that's something that is interesting to you. It might sound like, you know, nonsense or it might sound very woo-woo, but, you know, whatever works, I don't really care, you know, and, and you shouldn't care either. Whatever works for you, because we all have moments of doubt as artists. We all do. And we all have moments of having the inner critic take over. And this is just a great way to remember, oh yeah, I have this tool and I have this resource and I can just ground myself no matter what I'm doing. If I'm laying in bed, I'm in a gallery, I'm at the easel, I'm meditating, I'm watching TV, whatever it is, you can just tap into this and use it as like a power source. So that's it for today, everybody. Hopefully it's something that has been useful for you. Uh, Reach out to me on social media. Let me know what you think. If you use other tricks, if you don't want to reach out, that's cool. Be cool, my babies. It's all right. I got nothing but love for you. And I hope you're having a great day. Hope you're having a great week. Hope you are having, you know, a very creative period. As always, be good to yourself. Be good to everybody else out there. And we'll see you next time. Oh, I get it. I don't even need to listen to Toy Rabbits. I'll just channel my inner T-Rob. That's right. Hey, Mumford. I just want to stop by and let you know that you're good enough, you're smart enough, and doggone it, people like you, okay? Hey, yeah, that's right. Now, what's on Instagram? Okay, well, we'll get there. This has been the Living Artist Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I just want you to know that I appreciate you being here, and I'm grateful to be in your ears. Your art and creative life on this planet is meaningful. 
so thank you for sharing it with me. If you like this podcast, whatever platform you're listening to it on, please subscribe and share it with your friends. You can also leave me a positive review to show your support. This helps me to reach more people with the algorithmic magic and keep the show going strong. If you want to see more of what I do and check out the art that I create, you can visit my website at www.pmsartwork.com or follow me on social media everywhere at PMS Artwork. That's it for now. See you back here next time.